Name? My name is Katrine. Age? I'm 22 years old. Family? I'm living with my boyfriend at the moment. Lives in? I live in Denmark. Favorite coloring book? That is such a hard question. <laughs> I think it would be Dark Drama by Hannah Carlson. Favorite pencils? That is my Faber-Castell Polychromos. Hi and welcome to a new episode of Passionista Colorista, a podcast about coloring book for adults with me Isabel Westermark. And today's guest is Katrine, or you may know her as Always Coloring from Instagram and from YouTube. Welcome Katrine. Thank you so much. How are you today? I am very good today. You just uh, reached 7,000 followers on Instagram. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I never thought I would read so many. <laughs> That's a lot of people following you. It is so many and I never ever dreamt of it when I first started. <laughs> when did you start? I think I made my Instagram account around June 2016. So I have just been coloring for a few months back then. And you celebrated your uh, uh, that goal, seven thousand followers, with a with a giveaway, and I was a lucky winner. Yeah, congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but that's not why I invited you to to the podcast because we have talked about it for a long time. Yeah, we have. But you had studies, and then I got sick. Yeah, we haven't been so lucky. <laughs> no. Your studies, how are they going? It goes very well. I only have a year left now, so it's so quick. <laughs> I'm studying to become a social worker. I think in some countries it's known as a caseworker. So it is psychology, law, social studies and social work. It's Saturday today? Yeah. How is the perfect weekend for you? Oh, the perfect weekend is sweatpants and blankets and some hot chocolate and lots of coloring. <laughs> Have you that done anything of that today? Yes, I have. I'm still in my sweatpants and have been swatching some new pencils today. So it's been a wonderful day. What pencils? I just got the new Derwent watercolor set uh, yesterday, the 72 set. So I was really happy. How are they? So far, I think they are really great and they come in wonderful muted soft colors. But the leads seem to be quite brittle, so they crumble a bit when you use them. What else uh, watercolor pencils do you have uh, tried? I have the Carandar Supercolor Soft, but I haven't used them too much yet. Um, and I have some Stedler watercolor pencils. Um, they aren't that great, but they come in some really fun colors. <laughs> How do you like to color with uh, watercolor pencils? I love it. I love it. I love to lay them down as a base layer and then go over them for shading with the normal colored pencils. That is kind of my cheating, lazy way of coloring when I want it to go a bit quicker. That's perfect to hear because I think it's hard to make uh, contrasts and shadows with watercolor pencils. Yes, it is. It took me quite a bit of practice to figure it out as well. 
<laughs> but I found out if you put down a very light layer of the lightest color and start wetting that area, then it's easier to um, remain your light areas and keep the darks not overtaking it all. Perfect. Uh, most people know who you are, but and we are going to talk a lot about pencils yeah. and colors and coloring books. But first, uh, tell us a little bit more about who you are. Who I am? Well, as you know, I'm a girl on 22, and I'm studying to become a social worker. Uh, I'm also working as a social worker part-time. Um, and I love coloring and I read a lot as well, mostly fantasy and science fiction and some romance novels. Um, <laughs> I'm a really cozy person, so I'm a real homebody. I'm not someone to go out and party. I like to stay at home and drink some tea and have fun or play games with my friends. And how did it start, this uh, passion for coloring books? Well, I saw my boyfriend's um, cousin with a coloring book. I think it was Secret Garden by Johanna Bassford and some fine liners. And then I was like, I want to do that as well. <laughs> so I told him to uh, figure out where she bought it. And then he got me both Secret Garden and Enchanted Forest as a birthday gift. So that's how it all started. And what was it with it that you like, liked? I just love to see how the lines came alive when you added the colors and I've always been quite creative and I loved just see it all come alive and I loved that it was my hand who did it, if that makes sense. Did you color a lot when you were a kid? Mm, I did have kids coloring books and kids pencils and all that but I think it stopped quite early. <laughs> I have been more like scrapbooking and, oh, what did I do? Hmm. Yeah, scrapbooking and I painted stuff and played a lot with knitting. So, stuff like that. Are you still doing anything of the, those things? Not really, no. Coloring has taken over. <laughs> do you color every day? I try to color every day. It's not always possible when I have studies, work and homework, but I really try to. <laughs> but you got those Johanna Bassford books and fine liners and started and liked it. But what happened after that? Well, it uh, a few months went by and I got really bored with my fine liners. So I stopped coloring. And almost a year went by until I picked up my first pencils. And I haven't really had any longer breaks than a month since. <laughs> so I think I found out that fine liners wasn't for me. I needed something a bit more versatile like pencils. So what did you do? I bought even more pencils and I bought even more books. And that is what I'm still doing. <laughs> How many coloring books do you have today? Oh... I haven't counted them in a while, but I would think between 60 and 70 coloring books. And where do you store them? Most of them are in my bookshelves. And I have a few, I have a sofa bed, so I have a few underneath there as well. Like the books that I'm not too happy about buying. <laughs> what are you coloring today? 
right now? Oh, I am working on a lizard from Animorphia by Kirby Rose Sands. How do you choose what uh, picture to color when you have a lot of coloring books? That is so hard to do. Usually I just stand over at my shelf and I look through all my books. Or I have a color scheme in mind and then I try to find a picture that would look nice with those colors, but it can take so long. That's why I love color alongs on Instagram. It really helps me choose what to color. <laughs> I, I agree. That is one of the, the the things I like with love yeah. with color yeah. alongs. Yes, it really helps a lot. Yes, it do. But uh, you start with a color scheme. Yeah, I usually do, actually. Um, I get inspired by colors and the stuff I see. Um, and then I try to translate it into um, one of the drawings I see in the books. Because I really love <laughs> to have a plan before I start out, so it doesn't end up looking all chaotic. Does it usually look like you have imagined? Mostly it does, but sometimes I just mess it up or go a totally different direction if I get another idea during the coloring or something like that. What is the story about the color scheme for for the picture you're coloring right now? It was actually my new pencils, the Derwent watercolors. I saw that I, um, they had a really pretty murky green, the olive green, and I wanted to use that as a main color for a page, and I thought it would be perfect for a lizard. So I looked through all my books to find the perfect lizard. <laughs> what are your favorite colors? My favorite colors are everything muted, like dusty rose colors, burgundies, wine reds, um, olive greens, um, Prussian blues, uh, gray, violets, and colors like that. Those are my favorites. Are there any colors that you really don't like? Yes. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of too bright colors, so any neon colors I don't like. I'm not too great with yellows and oranges either, or really bright pinks. <laughs> uh, do you have a lot of work in progress, or are you coloring one oh, picture? Yes, I have way too many work in progress. <laughs> um, I counted last year like half half a year ago and I had 50 unfinished pages and I think that number has only gotten worse. <laughs> and how do you feel about all those uh, work in progress pictures? I feel bad about the newer ones um, but those that are older than a year it would look weird if I finished them now because my skill have uh, evolved so much so those I don't really care about, but the new ones, I, I'm trying to finish them. <laughs> what are the, your favorite things to color? I love to color flowers um, and uh, insects. It sounds a bit weird, but I love to color like the wings of the insects that uh, uh, artists like um, Hannah Carlson and Emilia Liederhall-Uber does. I love it. It's a strange thing, but it's fun, and I love it love to color hair as well. <laughs> and uh, backgrounds. Oh, I love backgrounds. What is it about backgrounds that you like? It's just such a big space. Um, and you can just do whatever you want, really, and use whatever colors you want. And it um, creates the atmosphere of the page, really, I think. 
What is I know that many people think it's uh, difficult with backgrounds. Do you have any advice? <laughs> backgrounds are difficult. They really are. Um, and I would advise people to start with a a safe medium like um, soft pastels, um, and then just try out colors. Figure out what colors do you like, uh, which colors go together, and then maybe advance into water media because that's quick. I think most people are scared of backgrounds because they are so big and they take so long to do. So try a quick medium, an easy medium, and fall in love with backgrounds before you start to handle a big background with pencils because I think it can easily um, kill the enthusiasm if it takes hours and hours and hours. What are you doing when you are coloring? Are you coloring in silence or are you listening to something or watching TV? Uh, I try to live stream when I'm coloring, uh, but if it's too dark outside, then I'm usually watching a TV show or listening to the radio. What is it about live streaming streamings that you like? Yeah, I love live streamings because it's like talking to your coloring friends while you're streaming. I don't really have any um, real life friends who likes coloring, so it's nice to get in touch with people from all over the world that way. Where do you sit when you are coloring? I'm sitting at my dining room table. We have a really small apartment, so we have our living room and we have our bedroom. So I have to take use of the dining room table. <laughs> and uh, how do you store your uh, coloring materials? Oh, I have so many different pencil cases. Um, I usually take out my pencil from the tins. I don't like the tins. I think they are hard to, to work with when you need to take out all the colors. Um, and then it's also just on a shelf in my book, in my bookcase. But when you color, do you have all those things around you or are you using one set at a time or how do you do? I usually have my polychromos on the table and then I have a few other pencil cases. Sometimes my Derwent ink tens, or right now I have uh, my Crayola pencils out because I want to try to use them more. So I try to plan which colors I might need. <laughs> do you have uh, color shot books, or how do you do your hair? Yeah, I have a color swatch book where I have swatched out all my pencils and my kind uh, of new colors and things like that. And then I also have another book where I have my color combinations, where I try to record all the combinations that I come up with when I'm coloring. I think it really helps to make the coloring quicker, so you don't have to try to remember or come up with new combinations every time. But when you're coloring, are you having like a, a bit of paper around that you can try combinations <laughs> on, or are you yeah. trying before? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have so many little papers everywhere when I'm coloring. And I have papers between almost all the pages in my books. I have so many papers around me. <laughs> Do you have any favorite color combination? Yes, um, it is polychromos, red violet, medium flesh and light flesh. I have gotten quite a few comments that I can't seem to color a page without it. Not quite <laughs> true, but very close. <laughs> but... Do you blend your pictures, your colorings? 
Um, with a blending pencil or yeah, with, with whatever way with do you um, blend <laughs> or, or maybe how do you blend? <laughs> Usually, I just use my pencils. I start out by pressing really hard and just feathering it out to a softer and softer touch, and that way I can layer the next pencil on top, and the transition will be seamless. If, if does that make sense? Uh, no, tell me again. No. No, um, I start out by pressing hard. Yes. And then I'm uh, lightening my pressure as I go along, so it goes from really dark to really light. So that way, when I layer the next color, the blend between the pencil will be seamless. I don't yeah. need any blending solutions or blending pencils that way. I understand. So you don't go over it with a white pencil in the end or a no. blender pencil? No, I have those, but I haven't used them in a while. Um, usually it's only with Prismacolors or if the paper is very textured to remove those little white specks. But what can you say about the other pencils you have tried? What are the difference? Mm. Now you talked a little bit about Prisma too. Yeah, I think mainly the colors. Um, I'm a very much a habit creature, so I've gotten used to the Polychromos colors. I know exactly how they work. Uh, on which paper they work and how they blend and which pencils to use to get the effect I want. Uh, I think that's the main reason I use them so much. Um, and I think really you could use any pencil that way, but it takes practice and <laughs> I'm not really willing to let go of my polychromos for that long. <laughs> but what else pencils do you use? Um, I use my Dermot Inktense quite a lot. Um, and oh, what do you use you? it with water or without? With water, I use them with water. Yeah, uh, usually in my um, the Magical City and the Magical Journey books, uh, or as I said before, like a base color, and then I go over with shading for normal pencils. Oh, what else do I use a lot? Um, my Prisma colors I actually have been using way more than I'm, I usually do. Uh, and at the moment I'm trying to use all my different sets, so I haven't been using any pencils really a lot, uh, unless you're thinking about my polychromos, because I have so many unused pencils and I feel bad about that. How often do you sharpen your pencils? Um, that really, um, that's hard to answer because it's up to whatever I'm coloring. If I'm working on a background, I won't sharpen it until it's almost down to the wood, because it doesn't matter. But if I'm coloring a page with really a lot of detail, I'm sharpening them so often because I need to keep that pencil sharp. What else? Now we have talked about pencils and watercolor pencils. Uh, what else do you like to color with? Um, I use a lot of watercolors for the background, and um, I count as new colors too. Um, I use some gold ink from time to time and my white gel pen. I have always at least five <laughs> because they get used up so quickly. Um, for white outlines and little sparkles and white details, I, I love it. I think it really, it does something special to a page. <laughs> yes, I agree. It can be so, I can think a picture is so failed and then I use white yeah. gel pen on it and it's popping. Yeah, I can recognize that feeling. <laughs> Does it happen that you don't get satisfied of the result? Yes, it does. 
Um, usually it's when I don't plan my page too well before I start. <laughs> that way I I come to choose the colors I feel like using at the moment and not really thinking about how the colors go together. And as I said before, I'm not too much into bright colors and that's how my bright colors usually get down on the paper <laughs> when I just use them in a whim. So. That's how I usually not get too satisfied with my coloring. Do you show every coloring you do? Yes, I do. Um, I haven't showed all my work in progresses yet. Uh, usually because I, if it, if I have only colored like a few leaves or something like that, I don't feel that's enough to post. But other than that, I show everything I do, yeah. And how important is the result for you? Mm. Of course, the result is important, but I think it's more important how much fun I had while coloring. I think that is the important part, to just have fun and relax and yeah, talk to your coloring friends about what you're coloring with and how you like it, how you get inspired and all that fun stuff. Can you describe the feeling you have when you are coloring? Mm. Yeah, it's like... I just um, close off from real life, if that makes sense. I'm just focused on the colors and the lines and I'm just in the moment and I forget all my worries and my homework and all that. I'm just becoming one with the pencil somehow. What do you don't like to color? I hate coloring leaves. <laughs> I haven't really figured out how to color them so I think they look really pretty yet. So I'm not too happy with that. Also, um, trees, I have a hard time coloring. And spiders, I really don't like that. <laughs> but insects? Yeah, insects, but that's mostly because you can color them like uh, gemstones, and uh, you can make those really pretty um, see-through wings. I like that. <laughs> yes, you, you... I forgot to ask you, because... You told me, told us that uh, you like to color wings. Yeah. And I think that is so, so difficult. It's one of the most difficult things to do. How do you do? Um, usually when the wing has been drawn, it's like, um, like a tear shape. And then they have those lines um, creating the pattern in the wing. And usually I take a really light color and I make a gradient from... Uh, the most concentrated color to the white paper and then I go over all the lines with a white gel pen that way the wing looks kind of see-through ah is it almost like you color gemstones no no crystals mm -hmm. yeah a little bit yeah I, yeah I, yeah that's true I haven't thought, thought about that before but yes <laughs> Because I th saw something on your YouTube channel where you showed how you colored crystals. Yeah. And it was from the dark to the light and then white gel pen around the lines. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How much are you using sparkle, glitter? Mm. I use a lot of glitter in periods. Um, I love it. But I usually regret it <laughs> because I use a lot of nail polish because that's what I have. And I feel like 
I might as well use what I have instead of buying new things. But um, when the nail polish dries on the page, it gets really bumpy. So when you color a page close to it, you will you can see it on the paper. Like you can you get a weird line when you use your pencil on top of it. So you can see where the sparkle is. I'm not too happy about that. So sometimes I forget and go crazy with glitter. But I, when I remember, I try to control myself. <laughs> <laughs> you do a lot of live streams when you color. So coloring seems to be a very, a very social activity for you. Yeah, it usually is. Um, I, uh, I usually, before I start a page, I decide whether or not I want to stream from it. Um, because I like to show you the whole process from beginning to the end. Um, and that way, a certain page do become social. And I usually ask advice of um, the audience. And the audience asks me a lot of questions about how I'm coloring, why I'm doing what I'm doing, and stuff like that. And I like that. But also, coloring is a very um, um, alone activity for me as well. Uh, it's not always that I'm feeling up to being so social, so I like to just sit by myself and with my TV series. How did the YouTube channel started? It started because so many people were um, <laughs> they were a bit unsatisfied that my live streams they didn't caught, ca catch them in time, <laughs> so didn't, they didn't get to see them. And people kept saying to me, please, please, please save them and upload them to YouTube. So I thought, okay, I can do that. <laughs> and then it just evolved. Um, people asked me so many questions and I thought, well, why don't I just make videos and show them? Because it can be really hard to explain what you're doing if you can't show it. Um, I think that's how it really started. But how have you become so good at coloring? I don't know. <laughs> I have just kept going and I have forced myself to try new things like skin. It can be so scary and I just kept going. I usually don't watch a lot of um, tutorials but I look at pictures other people have colored and I try to figure out where they place the darks and the lights and stuff like that. Um, that's how I really get better I think. I just look at what other people create. Are you practicing a lot in secret? <laughs> and then you can come out and show us? <laughs> or are, are everything happen in those live streams and on social media? No, actually I'm not, not coloring anything in secret. As I said, I post everything I do unless it's only a little leaf or a little flower on a page. So I don't do anything in secret, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what are your best advice, uh, your best tips on coloring skins? Skin. Oh, on coloring skin, lots and lots of soft layers, and don't be afraid to use dark colors, uh, because you really do need some contrast in the skin, otherwise it will look really flat. What do you think is difficult to color? I still think skin is very difficult and lips, lips, I still, I have no clue how they do it. <laughs> um, uh, what else is difficult? Fur, animal fur. I have no idea how they do that either. Um, 
what else big big things in general i have a hard time figuring out how to fill a huge space um that's still scary for me yeah and leaves leaves are hard <laughs> i read that you try to color through dog drummer daydreams yeah how does it go Well, I think I'm a bit behind. I have uh, completed uh, 30 pages, I think. And I have 10 pages in progress. Um, and I think there's 96, pa 96 pages. So I'm a bit behind, but I have almost all the rest of the year to do it. So I'll keep going. <laughs> why did you want to do, um, why did you want to do, to finish it? Well, um, I wanted to have a project that I could always go back to. Uh, I usually end up not coloring if I don't know what to color. So I like having a book I know I can just color in and come back to when I don't know what to do. Tell us about your list. My little to-do list? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I do one every month um, to keep track of all the color longs and what kind of videos um, people have asked me to do. Usually I get to do it all, but this month I'm behind. <laughs> Can you feel stressed about it or is it mm. just fun? Um, it can be a bit stressful when I am writing the list, yes. Um, but I think I'm good to say to people, no, uh, I don't have time for that, but I will put it on my remember list. <laughs> so it's stressful when you look at it and think, oh no, I only have 30 days. But when you start, it's not so bad. Where do you find inspiration? Oh, where do I find inspiration? Well, I get really inspired on Instagram. And I get inspired usually by the colors people use. Um, I love colors. <laughs> um, and I get inspired by nature. Uh, like when I'm walking around and I see a beautiful building. Uh, I love the colors in the bricks, for example. Yeah, I think that's what really is inspiring me. It's colors. Um, as I said before, I usually uh, have a few colors I like to use, and then I find the page I want to color. Do you use a color wheel? No, I don't use color wheels. But I do um, advise people to use color wheels and to read about color theory. Because I have a lot of people asking me how to choose colors. <laughs> and it's not really a good answer to say, well, I just choose the colors I like. I don't think that's so helpful. <laughs> But it's true. <laughs> it is true. But I know a lot of people um, could find great help with color theory. How much time do you spend on Instagram? Oh, hmm, at least... One hour a day, one hour, two hours a day, I think. When I'm sitting in the train and when I'm walking to the bus and when I come home and just sit, in the, sit on the couch and relax a bit. And when I get distracted from coloring. <laughs> What does the coloring book community means to you? Oh, it means so much to me. I have gotten so, so many friends from all over the world and... It keeps me going sometimes, I think, when I'm all out of inspiration and I have no idea what to color. A quick look at all the new pages that my um, 
the people I follow have posted. It it means a lot to me. It keeps me going. You have a color along? Yes. Right now in February. Can you tell us about that one? Yeah, I have a uh, color along this month. It is called Color Along with Love. And you can choose any picture you want as long as it is love themed or that you think it has something to do with love. And of course it's because it's Valentine's Day <laughs> very soon and I got inspired by that. And I think it's fun. Again, really, it helps people to choose and uh, I love to be able to share uh, works done by any skill level. I think that is fun. What are your your best coloring tools? My best coloring tools? Um, of course my pencils, but also my swatch book and my white gel pen. And I have a electric eraser by Derwent. I love it because I can really erase tiny details. And I think it really makes a difference um, to get those little details right, so you don't have little lines poking out everywhere. I think it makes your page look cleaner that way. What are your best coloring tips? Um, really, don't be afraid to use contrast. Um, and always at least use a dark and medium tone and a light tone when you blend your colors. Because it, if you use um, like the same tone, it can look very flat when you color. And I get a lot of people asking me, how do you do it? <laughs> how do you get that depth in your coloring? And it really is all up to contrast. Don't be afraid to use really, really dark colors and really light colors next to each other. It really makes the coloring pop. I just realized that some time ago I have started to use black yeah. in the picture. And I never used that before because I thought it was too dark and and I was scared about it. Yeah, I remember when I first started to use black as well. It was so scary. So scary. It was so dark. <laughs> but it wasn't so bad. No, it, it wasn't. Was. <laughs> it really wasn't, but it was scary. Yes, I, I, I erased it from the start. Yeah. I, I only used it for very small details at first. But I have tried to be braver and use it more. This is go It's a good way to make a huge contrast. It really is, yeah. But you are leaving uh, the white paper sometimes. Mm, very rarely, actually. Um, uh, I try to leave a light color, only like a light wash of the pencil or something like that. I don't like to leave the white paper unless um, it's a drawing in the middle and then the color is fading out onto the white paper around it, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. But uh, we have talked about daydreams and... Uh, your first coloring books and the one you're coloring right now. But uh, what are your favorite coloring books, if you can mention more than one? Um, I love um, Mutomorphia by Kirby Rose Sands. And uh, I love the coloring books by Clara Markova. I haven't finished any pages in her books yet because they are so scary and so beautiful. <laughs> I should just do it, I think. Also, uh, all the books by Maria Trolle and uh, Emilia Liedehal Uber, I love it. I love my Swedish uh, illustrators, I guess. <laughs> and I just got two new books uh, from Japan. 
I really love those as well. They are called um, Rhapsody in the Forest and Minhua di Bonhua, something like that. I'm not sure about the pronunciation. <laughs> no, uh, not me either, but I know what you mean. Yeah. How do you decide if you are going to buy a new coloring book or not? Mm. First off, I'm watching a lot of videos on YouTube, like where people are um, just flipping through and showing the drawings, and uh, where people have colored a few pages and explained what kind of pa- pencils work great, what about water, can the paper handle it or not. And then I try to figure out if I uh, feel like the book is worth the price, <laughs> because some coloring books can be quite expensive. When you use water medium in your coloring books, are you using a water brush or pencils or what do you use? Mm, I always use a water brush. Uh, I don't have any regular brushes. Um, I like that the water is just coming out of the brush, that I don't need to have a glass of water because I'm really clumsy and I know I would just knock it over and get everything wet. So a water brush is a very good tool for me. Sometime when I I texted you on Instagram, you told me you were a perfectionist. Yes, I am. In what way? Um, people tell me I'm too hard on myself, uh, and I see every little mistake and every little thing I could do better in my coloring. Um, I think in that way, I I'm not always too happy with every little detail in my coloring. The overall result I can be happy with, but I will always tell myself there's something I could do better, something I need to learn to do better. Do you have any thoughts about how to keeping this hobby fun and relaxing and not being too scared about failing or that you're not good enough? Uh, yes, uh, that is a big problem, I think, especially... Uh, with the social media and comparing yourself to others all the time. Sometimes I just need to take a break and stop comparing myself and stop looking at others' beautiful colorings and take take a moment to just look at what I can do and how far I have come. That way it really helps me to keep enjoying it and keep being happy with coloring and not bonking myself in the head and saying, oh, you're not as good as everyone else. <laughs> Because I thought that was uh, a main problem when you were a beginner. But I think it's uh, maybe more difficult when you get better to keep that that fun, the fun part and not being Mm -hmm. uh, thinking that you always have to do great colorings. That is true. I think it has become a bigger problem the more I learn to do. Yeah. So but that is when I try to take a break and take a step back and look at my older colorings and compare them to what I can do now instead of comparing my new drawings to what other people can do. What are you doing when you're not coloring? Uh, I'm usually uh, studying or hanging out with friends or cooking dinner or watching TV shows or going to the movies and stuff like that. What does your friends think about your hobby? They are <laughs> they are quite surprised that I can do it and usually get these questions like, oh, did you really do that? Or <laughs> how do I do it? And 
how do I have the time to do it? <laughs> and then I just explained to them, well, instead of sitting on the couch watching, net- not watching Netflix all evening, like you do, then I'm sitting coloring. <laughs> yes, you take the time if you like it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think we have covered quite a lot. Yeah, I think so too. Is there anything you want to add? Mm. Something we've forgotten about? No, I just want to uh, make sure that people understand you don't have to compare yourself to what everybody else is coloring. Um, and don't try to copy another person's style. Just do what you like and really take a moment to realize how far you have come. That is the important part and that is how you keep um, the joy of coloring, I think. I'm so happy that you joined my podcast. Yeah, I'm too very happy that you wanted me to join. And have a lovely day and thank you all for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.